Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of the Spotlight Podcast, the unofficial podcast for Century 21 sales representatives in Canada, where we discuss the hot topics and important news in the real estate industry. So I'm your host, Lias Killius, and with me, as always, is Aaron Richardson. Hello. Aaron is a broker and general manager with Century 21 Heritage Group. Aaron has an extensive background in online marketing, technology, and customer service. And I'm the head of business development at the real estate marketing company, Homania. So today's show is going to be all about Google, the king of search. We're going to be covering a lot of stuff today, all our bases. We're going to be talking about AdWords, which is just Google's advertising, uh, Google search optimization, remarketing ads, which a lot of you probably don't actually know about, which is an amazing tool, leads capture, how to convert on leads capture. Really, today we've got it all. So before we get into that, Aaron, how was your week? Yeah, it was good. A good weekend. It was a long weekend. Um, market still still very busy. Um, Maybe have a little story from the weekend if you want to hear a sure, story. Of, yes, a, local, a local agent uh, listed a property course, held off offers. Very popular thing to do. Um, they received a bully offer, which is a preemptive offer, an offer that came in early. Um, and don't ask me how I know this, but the actual amount was so they listed for eight ninety nine. Um, the agent uh, who's not with Century Twenty One, but they let us know they 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 got a bully offer over a million, so about a million fifty. He said, um, but they decided to hold off still and uh, take offers on Monday. Um, Monday comes and there is no offers, <laughs> so they turned down an offer. So we were scrambling on Monday to try and get people to come in and uh, you know still. Uh, put an offer in, and they ended up selling it. Um, I believe for nine hundred, which was Ouch. which was full price. However, there wasn't multiples, so they probably lost it. Well, they did. They lost at one hundred fifty thousand just because one. I think the long weekend had a lot to do with it. Like one, you know, one point of note: if you're going to hold off offers, trying to get as many people as possible, don't do it over a long weekend. Yeah, for sure. Um, Once away, no one's really necessarily looking at real estate. So. And the other thing is, you know, you just take the risk of not accepting something uh, that was attractive in hopes that you'll get a little bit more. So, mm. yeah, it must always be tough, especially with that first offer that comes in. You, you sit there, yeah. and go, oh, we could probably get more kind of thing. So, I yeah. guess the, the greed factor kicks in. But I mean, I guess they sold the home fast, so there's that. But they did lose out on the more lucrative offer, which is unfortunate for them. So, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> A little story from my side of things, and this has nothing to do with real estate. I'm just—it's just something that's on my mind because it's really annoying to me right now. I went up to get some lunch uh, just before we did this show, and I noticed a little trail of ants crawling up the the counter there. So I've got ants in the house, and I'm gonna try and figure out how to get rid of them. So I'm a little bit disappointed and annoyed at the moment with the, the little ants making their way into the house. So, so my suggestion is when you're looking at the bottle of whatever you decide to buy. Get the one that uh, I guess takes the ant, goes back to the colony and uh, infects the colony. Yeah, and we're not getting off topic or anything here. But um, <laughs> one thing we did a couple of years ago when we had a similar problem is um, we just mixed a little bit of borax with sugar water and put it in a cotton ball and you just kind of put it like out there. The borax is the is the active ingredient in any of those ant traps you get, but just you can do like a homemade thing. It's a little bit more potent. And within about a week, because uh, they take the borax back to the hive and oh. it, just, it just wiped out the hive and everything. So little tip if you're trying to get ants out of the house, borax, sugar, water, and cotton balls. Just be careful um, because it is poisonous to children and pets. So you have to make sure it's in a place you can't get, they can't get yeah. access to them. So maybe we should actually talk about something, something revolving around the real estate industry. What do you think, Aaron? Sounds should, good. Should we just jump into it? Yeah. Okay. So today, like I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about Google. Um, so first, before we get into it, 
Um, I'm sure everyone is aware of what Google is, the kind of you know search portal, the, the major search uh, portal for the internet. However, you may not be familiar with how Google's advertising works. You may or may not be, but um, so Google has an advertising that you can pay for called AdWords. The way that AdWords work, and it can be kind of confusing at times, is you place a bid on a specific keyword that you want to have ads show up in search when someone searches that. So you can place a bid on a word like real estate, and everyone else who wants their 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 ads to show up when someone searches real estate will be bidding for that keyword real estate. So it's kind of like an auctioning process and you can actually get keywords that cost quite a bit too. Like something like real estate would probably be very expensive. I know a lot of lawyer related terms are also very expensive and insurance related terms. Um, but what happens is if someone searches um, like real estate in that case, if you're one of the higher bidders, you're going to be coming up in search results as kind of a, a preferred ad along the top. And it'll be marked clearly as an ad, but a lot of people don't realize it and it'll seem like you're kind of first in search. So um, it's, an, it's a very successful way to get traction if you're trying to uh, advertise on the internet and spe specifically with, with Google. There are other sides to Google Ad, uh, AdWords as well. It's not just in search. It's also there's banner ads and such as well. But that's the, the major kind of way to get into AdWords. And AdWords can call, and they, they, the way that AdWords work is if someone clicks on your ad, like you, don't get, you typically don't get charged anything until someone actually clicks on your ad. And it can be anywhere from a dollar to like 10, 20. You can even get to, to I think $100 are some of the higher ones that are the hotly contested ones. As I mentioned before, it's a bit of a bidding process, so it really depends on the keywords you're looking for, which is one reason why in real estate in particular, um, it's it's a good idea to target more like a community uh, or like hyper-targeted ads. You don't want to go for those generic terms. You want to try to find something that's more specific to the community you're servicing. So Aaron, have you used AdWords in the past? And what, what is, what's your experience been with that? I know you've got some experience with them. So. Yeah, no, I've, I've been using them for probably or what we're using for about 10 years um, and maybe, maybe eight or, you know, and then about, so I don't know how long it really, it's been uh, uh, within Google to actually have AdWords. I don't, I don't know if I got right in when it started or whether it was 15 years ago, they started. I don't know when they started. It, it was the early 2000s. I don't know the exact year, but yeah, it was, it was quite about a 15, while ago. 15, 16 years ago. Okay. Yeah, so. and, it, and it's been their major source of revenue ever since. One of the reasons Google has all these kind of crazy pie in the sky projects you already hear, you always hear about, like you know their automated cars and such, is yeah. is because they just make so much, so much revenue from search, and that is their primary source of revenue. and allows them to do all these kind of pie in the sky projects as well. Yeah, so I started when it was uh, you know a, a term real estate. Um, you could pay fifty cents per click, and you know and that's and it's typically if uh, people are you know buzzwords pay per click is the same thing as really AdWords. So you're paying per click. Um, you can also pay per impressions and stuff. But I think most most people do the pay per click as most popular. Um, so I've done them, um, tried different things, saw what works, what didn't work. So, um, And I see a lot of people doing the same thing. Um, a lot of competition to try and get up in the top two or three at the top as preferred. And then uh, the, as you go down the you know, if you're eighth or ninth on the on the page, or you're at the side, and they're a little less clicked. Um, but if somebody clicks, you pay for the click, and as long as you have a good landing page, that's the key, I think, to anything when it when it comes to Google AdWords is um, is the landing page. You have to have whatever you're offering as a service um, available as a form or something they can fill out uh, to contact you. Um, because if you don't, um, it's nice that you got a little bit of advertising. They saw your face, but 
if they're not calling you or they're not doing anything. For sure. At the end of the day, what you really want out of this is leads. So you have to have a good kind of path to convert on these people clicking through because you're you're paying a dollar to whatever it happens to be for all these clicks. You got to make sure a certain percentage of those come come through and end up being leads because you could just be throwing your money away if if, if those don't pan out at all. So um, a lot of people always ask, you know, like how much should I be spending on Google AdWords or, or like, you know, you can yeah. get away with spending like quite a bit on it, but um, the successful campaigns are the ones that convert a high percentage of the clicks. And that's, that's something right. to keep in mind too. Like, like I, I mentioned off the top too, there are some AdWords that cost like many tens of dollars, hundreds of dollars per click. So like those ones, you, you like, again, it's not typically in the real estate market. I think that it's mostly like lawyers, insurance and such. Um, but you want to make sure you're converting quite a high rate if you're paying that much for it. And, and you'll get you'll get a, a wide variety of, of um, costs for clicks as well. Like even just if there's a lot of people in your area, particularly like looking for like Thornhill or Toronto real estate or something mm. like that too. So a couple couple tips, um, especially to the, the people that maybe aren't so tech savvy. Um, it, it takes some tech savviness to set this up yourself. So there's a lot of companies that will do it for you. Yellow Pages will do it for you. If they, and that's probably the most active person that I, I know calls at real estate agents. And they say, listen, well, you know, give us three AdWords and we'll set up a campaign for you. We'll show you uh, how it's done and, and you just give us the budget. Now you're paying a premium for that. Um, so maybe you're paying double as much for the clicks, um, but they're able to you know set it up for you. So it's a, it's it is a good service. My suggestion and tips are to choose the keywords and uh, and even yellow pages as much as they hone in on real estate, they don't quite get it a lot of times. Like they're saying, listen, the most searched word is real estate for sale, homes for sale in new market, let's say in my area. Um, so the the uh, I think the key is is to think like a consumer. And try and target people that are, are actually looking for something, not just the one, not just looking for houses for sale, for example, but maybe a home evaluation, for example. Yeah. And one thing that people might not realize, too, is there's a lot of people searching on the Internet. So you can get pretty hyper specific. And, you, and Google actually has a tool, if, if you're willing to dig through it, to see approximately how many searches per day would be for any specific search term, like approximately. So you, yeah. you can get like a feel for like, you know, a thousand people searching for like, you know, Toronto real estate or whatever it happens to be. And you can make your decision based on that as well. And then the nice thing, too, is you're paying per click. So um, you, you know how many people are coming through your page. It's not um, there's not a kind of unknown of how many people are actually going to be clicking through to, to get to your page. Um, yeah. So when, in terms of clicking through, then the landing page, like where you're going yeah. to, what kind of tips do you have on that side of things to make sure you are converting those leads? Because I mean, I guess on one side, maybe you're just doing it for branding purposes, but that's probably not a very effective way of doing it. You want to try and get someone yeah. to fill out a form or, or some sort of leads capture. So. Um, well, first of all, try and um, you know try and do anything you do online in terms of advertising should comply with your uh, local real estate. Uh, um, I guess it would be the uh, Ontario, for example, in Ontario, it'd be the RICO, and in other provinces, it'd be different um, regulated bodies. But uh, make sure you're conforming to all advertising standards. Um, uh, we've tried different things over the years in terms of whether it be branded and unbranded, meaning, you know, do you want to be saying Century 21 all over the page, or do you want to be make it you know a little tiny disclosure, disclosure in the bottom right-hand side to try and, for example, if you're looking for a home value on a website and you've got a form to fill in, I'll give you the home valuation. People are expecting it maybe to pop up as the my house is worth 
530,000, whereas as soon as you get the lead, you call them. So I'm my suggestion is always to make sure that they're aware of what you're going to be doing. So if an agent is going to be calling them, let them know it's a Century 21 ad and, and put that in your uh, ad on Google so that when they do click on it, they're more likely to actually fill it in and be okay with you calling them. Don't try and trick a consumer. It'll be a lot of leads, but a lot of low quality leads and you'll be paying for it and you'll be saying this doesn't work. So my suggestion is to try and keep it branded. Let them know you're a real estate agent. Let them know that you're going to be calling them uh, or following up with them and giving them you know, the evaluation. So. Yeah. So what kind of things are you typically putting in AdWords for to, to like, what are, what are these landing pages that we're talking about here um, that you've used in the past? Right. So uh, very, very um, basic one would be home, free home evaluation. So that would be a good keyword, free home evaluation in new market or your, your area, um, Toronto, Vancouver, whatever it may be. So as soon as they go to your landing page, it's branded as you're the real estate agent. Um, I would be putting the value proposition on the page of what you're going to provide to them, um, a detailed report of uh, value of homes in your area. Please enter your address, your telephone number, email. Um, we've tried different things in terms of whether or not it's a, a mandatory field to have a phone number, for example. Uh, I would always make it mandatory field for name and email. And I actually got to the point where I, I made it mandatory for phone number, even though even if they give you a wrong one, they'll, they'll fill it in. Um, it's important that you get as much information as possible. It, it the whole everything comes down to lead on when it comes to lead generation online. And I know this is a fact is the conversion when the person calls, how quickly you can get to the person that wants the information. If they're on the if they're on the computer right now, submitting the form that you have on your website because they click through Google AdWords. You need to call them within five minutes. That's the reality. Or get back to them with an email within five minutes. Yeah, and, and there's quite a science, as you can probably tell from what Aaron's saying. Like he's done a lot of kind of testing of different things. But uh, to getting people to fill out the form and, and convert at the end, too. Like, like there's the branding, not branding. There's like what questions do you ask? What kind of information do you try and grab from them? Um, and a lot of this is just through experience. You, you'll learn over time uh, if, if you try a few different things to see how many people at the end of the day will actually come through as leads and what kind of quality they'll be. Um, but, yeah, Aaron's got had a lot of experience doing this because he's been doing it for quite a few years. So, um, yeah, that's the, kind of those are the strategies you employ there, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it, other people will do different things. And I've seen just branded advertising, right? They just want to get their name out there. And that's okay, too. I know somebody in town that specifically does it for branding. So it just goes to his homepage, yeah. right? And there is no lead capture device. There's a few lead capture device on his homepage, but he's just expecting people to go there and search some homes. Um yeah, for sure. So there's there's different strategies, like the there ones is. that Aaron specifically is talking about. It's you know you, you'd have like a, a page with a form, and it, it's basically just for leads capture purposes, correct? Right? Like you're just yeah. trying to purely get those leads. It's not yeah. necessarily branding Aaron and in, in Google search or anything like that, or Aaron Richardson, right? Um, yeah. So you'll see it. You'll see it done with the restaurants. Ninety nine cent hamburger. Bring the coupon in. Right. That's a value proposition you're giving them, and they're printing it off and bringing it in. Yeah. They need they need that reason to click. So right. that, then that's what it is. Like if it's like the free home evaluation or, or whatever it is that your, your, your value proposition is. So here's a few. Um, so free home evaluation, uh, list of distressed and power of sale homes. That's been very popular when get lots of leads off that. But, uh, 
less conversion rate, um, better conversion rate with other things. But you can really specifically target condo buildings. You can target uh, certain demographics, bungalows in York region. Um, you can target uh, century homes, character and charm. You know, there's a lot of different um, smaller categories that maybe don't have huge search um, like there's not 10,000 searches for that uh, key term, but I find those will convert much better because you're an expert on that field that they can't find that information by, by anybody else but from you. So I find those are the most valuable ads that you can put out there. So in terms of these these landing pages and forms that you've talked about, um, is there any easy way that you've had or uh, you used to set them up as well? Or how do you do that typically? Um, so there are different ways to do it. Um, there is a, um, a website, actually it's the largest form builder online, and it is actually a quite a good site. And I think that's the reason why they're so popular. They teach it on all marketing and university and everything. It's called Wufu, W-U-F-O-O, um, Wufu.com. So it's a form builder. And uh, you can tell it how to create a form and what basically what temp template you want to uh, whether you want a phone number, you can even ask questions like or do a survey. And I mean, it's really you can you can build it any way you want to build it in terms of the information that you put on there for people to fill out. So and then it's got a code you've got to bring into your website. So it does take some tech, technical knowledge to do that type of form. But I also know that there's a lot of um, websites out there for real estate that are already templated for lead generation. Um, so there's many different uh um, opportunities for landing pages within pre-templated sites that you can either purchase or if it's part of your own. Um, Century 21 has it on there. They have a contact form. So it's very easy to to create a page on the Century 21 website that says free home evaluation, fill out the, the information below. And it's a little contact me form and, uh, and then an email be sent to you directly as soon as they fill it out, right? So there are many different ways to create landing pages. Um, Wufu, if you're into technology and, uh, and maybe creating, you know, a little bit more of the website design stuff, um, you could work your way through the Wufu forms. That's, that's probably the most, um, flexible, right? Um, but there are other, other options there too. So if someone's new getting into this, then I guess, uh, the idea is you'd first start by setting up a form using Wufu or I guess another service, uh, you craft your form, then you'd go into Google AdWords, you decide what ad words you want to target, what search terms you want to target. And then that's kind of how you get that leads capture path. Correct. Yeah, and I think actually on Wufu, I never used it, but I think Wufu has a um, ability to have an, your own landing page, so you don't need to go out and put it on a on a page on a site. Mm -hmm. It'll like, give you a, an ability just to have a URL for the form. Um, when I was doing that, I tried that with Google the first time, and uh, what had happened is they said we don't allow landing pages that way. Like they had rules. Google has rules in terms of landing pages. So I had to get a little more creative on a website. Um, it's got to go to a homepage and a website. It does have some, Google has some uh, drawbacks when it comes to their their um, rules and, and procedures, whereas Facebook doesn't have as many. I'm actually a big fan of Facebook for pay-per-click advertising. And I think we'll get into organic search with Google because I think that that's probably a way to go too. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we can just segment it into it right now, too, because mm -hmm. you don't have to pay for Google advertising, right. too. You can just get up there in the search results organically. And that's um, if you search for any sort of search term, the ones that come up 
directly below the ads or if there aren't any ads, the ones that come up first, those are the ones that are performing best in search. And that's where you want to be. You want to be at the top of the page. You don't have to pay a dime for any of those. So that's in right. an ideal world, you want to make sure that you're optimizing your web page or your landing page or whatever it is so that you're showing up top in Google search. Now, <clears throat> Google search results too. I mean, uh, you typically don't get people necessarily coming, looking for homes, going to Google, being like, you know, homes for sale in Thornhill or something like that. They might, they're more likely going to be going to like a realtor.ca or a different kind of uh, portal for listing search. However, anyone that anyone that does or is like sp- Googling a specific property address, for instance, if you come up really high in those search results or like if, as an agent, if you come up really high in the search results, those are very high quality leads as well. Um, is that correct, Aaron? That is correct. Google, and I'm telling you right now, if you're going to try and uh, get into the organic search business, let's say, of advertising, you're going to spend a lot of either a lot of time or like a lot of time or uh, a lot of money. And um, so it's very, very difficult to get up into real estate Toronto, for example, or homes for sale in Toronto or homes for sale in Vancouver, anything like that. Um, so it's going to take a lot of you know, time or money for yeah. that. And there's there's no silver bullet for it. Really, the, the only way to kind of circumvent it is, is for paying for the ads um, because everyone else is doing the exact same thing. And, and there's no um, recipe to beating out everyone else on Google necessarily. Google doesn't publish what their, their algorithm is. So they do have best practices. But generally... Um, you can't cheat your way to the top, for better, lack of a better term. You've yep. got to have a site with great content that's unique, that's getting cycled pretty pretty often. Google's got to identify it as that unique, great content. And they can they actually have, like their search bots can judge the quality of writing and they know if it's unique. You can't just copy and paste from other people's websites and such. You're going to have to have that blog or that video content that's constantly cycling on there. And that's what you do see with any of the agents that come up with their agent websites that do dominate search terms for their, their communities or the areas or whatnot. It's because they are very active and it does yeah. take a lot. So it's nothing that you'd be able to see immediate results for you'd have to really take your time and and commit to that as a long-term strategy and this is a billion dollar business of billions and billions of dollars business in terms of um what algorithms will search for and uh big companies pay a lot of money in order to get up there in the search rankings and then they change their algorithm and all of a sudden they're not found there anymore and that could cost them half their business Right. Oh, oh, for sure. And and for there are companies that rely on Google search. Luckily, um, for real estate, it's it's a nice little side thing that you can use to generate leads. But it's not like your your business thrives based on your ranking and organic Google search. So, um, but yeah, it, it's it's the kind of thing that you have to be very careful about um, in terms of how much time you spend on it because it can be a big time sink and you, you might at the end of the day not have that kind of benefit that you thought you'd like to have too. So Now something that real estate agents don't realize they have and this is a kind of a it's a big hint for people. Um, you have original content with every one of your listings okay because you've written the description okay it's that property with its description so you're building a web page if you are the original content for that listing and you're online and you're found by Google first, okay, as soon as it goes onto the market, all the other thousands of sites across Canada will be copying your content, correct? Yeah, and one thing that most real estate agents don't realize too is because the second that it does get broker-loaded, 
Um, other sites are a lot faster at responding to that data than uh, like a realtor.ca or in a lot of cases like century21.ca uh, so that you do get the, there's competitors out there like a, like a Zolo or in the past like Zucasa for instance that will be getting indexed first and they'll be getting indexed as the unique content so one thing and, you, and who yeah and who knows who that's going to be yeah it, right? it could be century it could be Remax or Royal yeah. Page too that could be undercutting just a lot of it is kind of luck a lot of it's timing um, but one thing you do have the advantage of is you know it's getting listed before anyone else does or before it's right. broker loaded. So one big thing we, we always suggest, again, and we do we do this for the Spotlight program too, is we try and make sure that you get published and indexed by Google before everyone else has the opportunity to. And even if you don't go through the Spotlight program, one thing you can do is you can go into online office and you can load your listings manually too and get all the information there, especially the listing description. That's the big part because yeah. as Aaron mentioned before, that's the kind of unique content. Make sure you, you uh, put the, the listing description in there. Don't, don't just copy and paste it necessarily from from uh, your board. I mean, it's good to have, probably have that in there as well so everyone else who has that board description is seen as duplicate. Um, but write something in plain English. It, it, it works really well. Like as I mentioned before, Google can gauge how well-written something is. But if you get your listing up there, um, even just you know six, seven hours before everyone else has access to the data, it's likely going to get indexed a lot quicker than uh, it would for the others. So if nothing else, you're, you're getting out of the gate before everyone else and you have a better chance of getting to the top of search. And for, for those listings, getting there first is very important. And uh, there's, there's other factors, obviously, as well. Like yeah. if you have it on Century 21 site, Century 21 has a very good, uh, what's known as page rank, uh, very good clout to their their base site, which helps out a lot. Um, but still, it's it's important to get there first. Yeah, um, yeah when, when we've been talking about um, paid ads and such, too. One thing I just want to quickly point out, too, is... Um, all the all these AdWords we're talking about, uh, I would I would never really necessarily recommend uh, doing AdWords for a specific listing address. Um, the way that Google works too is you need a, a minimum number of search queries before that'll even let you have an ad for it. So if you have an address like you know to Burbank Crescent or something like that, just making a, an address out of my head there, and you wanted to pay for the AdWords for to Burbank. Um, it's it's very likely Google's not going to index that, and if it does, uh, it, w- it won't cost you a ton, probably a dollar or so per click. Um, and I guess maybe if, if you if you really wanted to try and make sure you were top on Google there, you could use it as a strategy, but don't promise it to your client. We've we've looked into it in the past, and you can't you you can't guarantee that you're going to be getting uh, successful ads for. Uh, these kind of low volume search terms for your listings, right. and that's we yeah. we've, we've toyed around with playing with using that as a service through the Spotlight program. But one of the reasons we haven't been able to offer it is, is just because it's not very consistent. And the other thing too is you might uh, the the name of the street has a lot to do with it too. You might have like one Pepsi Avenue or something. If you want one Pepsi, that's going to cost you a lot, right? Whereas like something like a Burbank might not be quite as much. But then it's also a very low volume search term, so um, you might it might not show up as an ad too. Anyways, I'm into a bit of a rabbit hole there but no that's no, um, okay um in terms of in terms of what my strategy was when i listed homes on i listed a home okay um is to first of all i guess these are all the different things but you you create your own url for the for the home so 123mainstreet.com that helps then the title of the the page would be the same thing put it on um its own uh, the marketing department spotlight does this for you so i'm sort of sort of getting into what 
the marketing strategy is with the Spotlight program. And unfortunately, I don't know of any other program that does this. But when I was selling, it was so important to have one, my own website for the for the um, property. Then I would have uh, the Century 21 website. Um, it would be syndicated to about 20 other different sites so that I have that chance of coming up on the first on Google. Then it would be also on YouTube. So if you put it out to all these sort of things and it's all ready to go when the listings come up and you've already preloaded it and everything, you're going to be on the first page of Google probably more than once. And I was averaging four or five times on the first page of Google. So the amount of leads that are generated from being on that first page when people are searching for that property is, is I mean, you can't buy advertising that's better than that. So I'm telling you that that is the best marketing online strategy. And you're not paying per click. You're paying for, well, in this case, I was paying for the Spotlight program to do it for me. But um, that that value there alone is huge. Yeah, and, and it's it's not difficult to do. Uh, but again, one thing we're always cautious to say is like you can never guarantee you're going to be the top. Um, no. But it's it's a it's a good strategy to ensure that you're going to like like Aaron mentioned have at least a few uh, links back to your your properties or your your web pages uh, on the first page when someone tries to search the specific address. And uh, just another thing too about Google changing their algorithm quite a bit, um, having the actual .com used to be very important. Like if you had, you know, 2Burbank.com and someone searched 2Burbank, they would give a lot of weight to that. But Google has been giving less and less weight to that over 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 time. And right. now it really is about the content. Uh, I, I remember back in the late 90s, even before Google was one of the larger search um search companies uh, you just you would spam keywords left right and center right just trying to get like you know you'd have two burbank like a hundred times just so that if someone searched it it would come up as number one but things have come a long way yeah. since then and google's smart about knowing what the content is and, and and who's trying to game the system they're really good at identifying that too so that's another thing that's you right. have to be careful about don't try and like stuff keywords in there to, to get you up in search results like google's fairly good they've got you know thousands of people probably working on their search team to to combat spam and, and people are trying to game the system on a regular basis that's right and nothing worse worse than getting blacklisted um having your site blacklisted by google too and i have had that yeah. <laughs> that guy had the number i was on the first page for our local area um real estate in Newmarket or real estate Newmarket for a few years and then all of a sudden um i was doing i don't know something with page uh putting uh, i had paid somebody to help me and you've got it. That's a, another big no-no. And you find that out quickly. A lot of snake oil out there. Right. They say, listen, I'll get you up on the first page. I'll get you up on the first page. They'll do things to try and trick Google. And it may work for a week. And you're going, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, yeah. After that, it took me another couple of years to get it back up to the front page. Um, but, uh, yeah, my suggestion, if you're going to pay somebody, just ask them what it is they do. And just make sure it's content driven. It has nothing to do with yeah. faking it out, right if it seems like it's gaming the system it's likely not it going to benefit you in the end and you're you're most likely wasting your money so if it sounds like it's a legitimate way of uh, of getting up there like generating good content generating a lot of unique content helping you out with that side of things then obviously that's uh, that does make sense cuz google's job is to give the the user who's doing the search the best search results possible so if you think of it from that perspective how can i give the user the best search results possible that's a good way i guess to think about it um, yeah, and, and if you just if you want to look for maybe top ten tip ten, top ten tips on how to get up with uh, on Google and stuff like that, there's tons of stuff online. Google it, actually Google and make sure you Google um, something in 2016. 
Okay, yes. so you can actually Google by time. Don't get anything that's old because it's irrelevant. Get something that's and uh, and read through it because there's a lot of good hints and tips and tricks about blogging and what to do. And, yeah, and, yeah, and Google publishes a lot of things themselves. They won't say what their algorithm specifically is, but they'll, they'll tell you good best practices. And there's tons of videos on YouTube and such. But like Aaron said, make sure whatever you're finding is recent because this stuff gets outdated very quickly. Um, so it's very important just to realize that as you're going through. And the last thing is um, don't make this a uh, – make it a hobby. Don't make it a career. Yeah. Okay, because you've got to be careful. You, you get too much time spent trying to do something online. Online, I'm telling you, there's a very few people that are actually making a lot of money online with leads and stuff. And it's, it's, it's not where – I don't believe – it's where the business is going. It's important. However, this is not – people think that this is where people are getting leads. It's really – the. The door knocking, the cold calling, the networking, the the, the talking to people, uh, the sphere of influence, the newsletter, everything that you should do in your business is all components and make sure those are done first before you start trying to do stuff too crazy online. It's okay to play with it and it's okay to try, you know, and, and learn, um, but people can get right wrapped up in it and spend all day doing it and wonder why their business is suffering. Yeah, and... You can, you can always pay companies to help you with this as well um, to, to save your time. I guess um, especially if you're getting busier and you, you want to try dabbling in this, if you're a successful agent already, uh, maybe it makes most sense instead of, like Aaron said, spending your time, which is fairly valuable, doing right. what, what you, you could be doing other things, um, is, is maybe you know throw, throw a few hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars, whatever it is, uh, towards a reputable company to try and set up some strategies for you and they can manage these for you with, with your input, obviously. Mm-hmm. So and there's there's tons of companies out there I'm sure um, yeah. uh, your peers could recommend a few easily enough. Mm-hmm. Do interviews, look into it first. Yeah. yeah, and if it if it doesn't if it smells fishy, likely is so just keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah. So for your agent page, you mentioned or I guess your team page, you mentioned that you guys were up pretty high. Uh, for the new market area for a while mm-hmm. there. Do you have any suggestions for getting up there? I guess we've talked about a few of them about, uh, you know, make sure you've got regular content. I guess get your listings up there. Um, I'm assuming you probably want to get some sort of listing searches, some leads capture. What, what have you been doing in the past? So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, listen, if you just really focus on content and what we mean by content, if you do, you do, let's say you update your website with new relevant content, whether it be a new listing that you've, you've, um, uh, created a page on to tell people what it's about or whether or not it's a blog or it's just a page about the, your community. So focus in on your community. First of all, uh, the different areas of your community. So, uh, most are, you know, we have an area called Stonehaven, another one called Leslie and Davis and, you know, different areas in town. So those are the things you should you should actually blog about or create pages on. And you're putting that content on three, about three, three times a week on average. So you're working on it. So two, three hours a week, you know, putting content on there. Um, that's probably the most helpful suggestion. And then you want to get it out to social media. Read the tips and tricks. I, I bought a book. Um, how to get up on Google. I went to chapters and read it and, you know, and, and looked at all the things online. So I just educated myself and then started uh, implementing some of those things. And that, that helped. And and I guess one suggestion too is, is, uh, as Karen was kind of mentioning as well, is to 
to stay specific to like a, a certain area or something too it's a little bit easier mm-hmm. to be competitive in like you know, if you're looking to get up there for real estate in Stonehaven uh, like write a lot about community community events and such too as opposed mm-hmm. to trying to get up in in terms of like you know real estate Vancouver or real estate Calgary which is a, a lot more hotly con- contested um, search terms as well so they call it they just the, the two buzzwords so keywords so keywords would be such as you know homes for sale your area which would be new market in my case um so those are keywords long tail keywords are what they're talking about now so if you're reading those articles they're talking about long term uh, long tail keywords it was line, kind of what linos was saying um is uh, more like uh, homes uh, or uh, bungalows uh, that just listed bungalows in Stonehaven. That's a long term. Like it's more specific, um, not as generic. And those are get searched less often. But when they do get searched, your page comes up. And that's what you want. You want your page to come up and somebody to click on it. Right? Yeah, it's power of numbers, like we mentioned before. There's a lot of yeah. people searching for things. So you don't have to worry about dominating like all of Toronto's real estate search. You can just you can be get hyper specific. And, and that's the easiest way to compete because there's less people competing for for those underserved uh, search terms. So I guess that's a good spot maybe to talk about uh, Google remarketing since we're talking about listing pages for agents now. Um, Google remarketing is an interesting thing that not many people know about too. Um, so basically the way that it works is if someone visits, visits your agent website, for instance, uh, you can ha- you can set up a Google remarketing campaign. So Google will actually tag that user. And whenever they visit other web pages, just anywhere on the internet that has Google ads, like little banner ads and such, you'll have you'll have your banner ads showing up and following them around the internet. So they might be going shopping for shoes and they'll see, you know, the Aaron Richardson little uh, home team uh, banner along the bottom. They'll be uh, browsing the local sports pages or whatever and see the same thing too. And it, it just follows you around. And, and frankly, I've, I've seen it quite a bit for quite a, for a few different products that I've come across and different agents as well. So people are taking advantage of it. And one of the nice things about that is it gives you that real big, good branding presence. And I guess it's used for maybe a different purpose than uh, just your standard Google AdWords would, where you're looking for like the uh, the landing page entry method that we were talking about before. Yeah. So have you dabbled with Google remarketing before? This is, this is yeah, a fairly new thing, by the way. I think it's only been around yeah. for the past few years. So Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a really ingenious because um, you've taken now um, where we were talking before about the, the, the type of ad that you want on Google to be more value value driven. This is this is to the branding side. So instead of value driven ads, you're going to do probably something a little more um, branding based. Um, for example, at, you know, let's say we did have the home team as 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 an example. Somebody on the home team's website, um, like you said, it gets tagged and then that follows them around. What that does is it's like a bench ad in a in a geographic area. People see it enough, they'll start to know who you are. And it is targeting people that are on your website. So they one, they already know who you are. So it's targeting people that are either looking for real estate or know who you are. And it's just reminding them. So your family probably will get a lot of <laughs> it all over. We've had that comment before where, you know, geez, you know, Aaron, you're showing up all over my computer. What's going on? You're, you're, you're spending so much money on advertising. They actually don't know that it's because, you know, they went on your website and you've, you've sort of tagged them, like you said. Yeah, you, just, so. you just tell them not to click on the ads. So they, you have to pay for it too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's great because like Aaron said, there, there are people that have already visited your site. 
So you know they're already interested in, in whatever in in real estate or you as a brand. So because because they've been on your website, then it follows them around, and gives you that real branding presence, gives them the impression, oh hey, maybe these this agent uh, this 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 home team, they must be really really popular. Really, like they're everywhere. They're on they're advertising everywhere all over the internet. And it gives that impression that you've got quite the large like advertising network or something too. So it's it's a really powerful branding tool. And if you do have enough people coming to your site too, you can actually set criterion so it's only targeting um, people within specific demographics as well, which is another powerful way to do or geographically as well. If you only want to target people, uh, say, you know, in Southern Ontario or, or the GTA or something or, or wherever, or if you only want to target people within the, the kind of home buyer range, um, you can do that as well. The only thing I'm going to say, because people are probably thinking, well, how do I do this? How do I get this? retargeting and remarketing or however it's called retargeting or remarketing. It's called both. Yeah. 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 Um, How do I do it? And um, the short answer, it's not easy. If you're going to set it up yourself through Google, you'll need them to walk you through it. I actually had a guy on the phone for an hour setting me up with the proper way to, to, to set it up. You'll save a little bit of money if you do it yourself. If you pay somebody to do it, it, what I suggest is probably to pay somebody to do it because the costs associated and they'll get some discounts and it probably won't be that much more and uh, they'll set it up for you. I would suggest that because it's not easy to, uh, to to go through their whole back-end system. Yeah, you can wade through it yourself, but like Aaron said, it's not something you want to spend a lot of your time on, especially if you're you're a busy agent too where you should be doing other things because this might not be the best use of your time. Uh, you could just pay someone else to do it for you. And, and as Aaron mentioned, they I'm assuming these these resellers must get some sort of, either they mark it up a little bit or they get some sort of discount. So um, you, you probably won't be paying a ton more at the end of the day than you would if you did it yourself. I mean, I guess yeah. you would, but it's still worth, it's it's worth still it. Worth, worthwhile for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So um, anything else you want to say about Google retargeting or remarketing at all? No, I would have a look at it. Just uh, oh, uh, the only other thing is, is it's it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so if if you have it happening to you and this ad keeps following you around, I was clicking on, of course, another agent's website, and that agent was following me for weeks. And I was just getting so annoyed with it. You can at the top right hand side of the ad, uh, click on a little button and take it off and tell Google not to do that to you anymore. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> I actually didn't know about that either, and I do have yeah. things following me around the internet all the time. Um, but yeah, it, it, like we said, it's a very powerful tool. So, yeah. um, so maybe we'll wrap up the talk about Google here then. Let's see if you have anything else to say on the topic there, Aaron. Oh, I think that's good. All right, so we'll move into our weekly segment, the app of the week. And Aaron's got an app that he uses called Property Evaluator. Uh, you can find it in the App Store. It's only on iPhone or Mac. You can actually get it for your laptop as well if you have a MacBook. Uh, right. So, Aaron, do you want to tell us a little bit about Property Evaluator? Uh, I'm looking at it as we uh, as we uh, speak about just to give you some of the uh, uh, things it does for you. But it's actually quite a well done app. Um, so just not just the information alone is it, it's worth. It's actually worth uh, the the ease of use as well and the way that they package things. So what you do is you um, whether or not you're a residential agent that does investment properties or a commercial agent that does commercial properties, um, it allows you to take a property. 123 Main Street that has, let's say, two 
uh, uh, units uh, that are uh, res residential rental units. And, and it, you, what you do is you plug in all the numbers, how much you're purchasing it for, what the rental rate or what you're renting it for, uh, some of the costs associated, so your maintenance, your insurance, um, you know, upkeep costs, uh, utility costs. And what it does is it analyzes the investment over a period of time and gives you all the different, uh, and I took invest, investment analysis as one of the courses. Um, and when I took the course, it was it was math, it was math based, and it was really quite tough to try and what is a cash. I'll read you some of the um, the uh, different analysis that it'll, it'll do loan to value ratio, which is fine. You know, you'll do your operating income, net operating income, your cash flow, annual gross rent multiplier your expense ratio, debt coverage ratio, your cap rate, your appreciation rate, your vacancy rate, income. Like, I mean, there just goes through all this different analysis of, is this a good investment for me? And um, yes, it's important to know some of these things to be able to explain to your, your client. But what you're able to do is when you plug this in, um, you can produce a report that you can email, print, um, and it breaks down the investment for your client so you don't have to spend a lot of time doing it yourself um, and it calculates everything for you. So you'll sound like a genius. You'll give them lots of uh, good information and advice. Um, and it's got other, you know, it's got other features on here in terms of, you know, especially if you uh, get the, the pro version because you can brand it to your own branding and whatnot. It's probably very similar to the thousands of dollars people pay for it to, to be at a commercial real estate uh, brokerage. In terms of their analysis, is that they can purchase um, or they use um, programs in order to do all these sort of analysis. So it's an app. You do you bring it on your phone and or your like you said a MacBook, and uh, it's just it's a great tool to use to help evaluate these properties. Yeah. So I did notice that, like most business productivity tools, if you do want to pay for like the pro, it can mm -hmm. get quite expensive too. It's not just like your one one two dollar app. I think it was forty dollars if I'm not mistaken mm -hmm. online. So um, I guess is it, it sounds like it's worth it to me to to oh, yeah. use this. And uh, I'm assuming you use the pro features as well. Then is it? Yeah. I, well, I bought the pro um, back. I, I was doing the investment analysis course, and while I'm sitting there, I'm going, "There's got to be an app for this." <laughs> so I'm at the course, and I and so I go on and was that $12 or something like that. So I purchased it. And uh, everything that we were talking about in the course, I was able to give the answer just by entering the four, you know, the four numbers and there's all my answers instead of doing it, you know, long form, right? I, I hope you weren't using that app during the testing portion. No, you weren't allowed to. <laughs> it would have helped me a lot, actually. Um, but the way that it, uh, the, the, it prints the report, it's really quite professional. It does Google uh, mapping. So you can do, you know, the map of the property and the area and all the rest of it. It's, it's, it's I, I got a, I, I got a lot out of it when I was uh, working with, and we don't do, I don't do commercial real estate that often, but um, when I'm, I'm working with just an investment property, just for yeah, basement rental, top and bottom rental, you know, mixed use, that sort of stuff. Yep. So that's Property Evaluator. It's available again for iOS, not available for Android or BlackBerry that I'm aware of. They may have something similar, but you can also get on your MacBook as well. Uh, so check, look for that in the, the respective stores for those. We'll have uh, links to those in the show notes as well. So I guess we'll wrap it up here. So if you like the show, subscribe to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts online. And please don't forget to leave us a five-star review on those sites because it really helps. So you can watch this and past shows at spotlight.century21.ca slash podcast. 
If you need to reach us, you can email us anytime at podcast at homania.com. That's podcast at H-O-M as in Mary, E-A-N as in Nancy, I-A dot com. So this podcast was brought to you by the Spotlight Marketing Program, an exclusive marketing package available only to Century 21 agents in Canada. Spotlight provides agents with a comprehensive internet marketing strategy for their listings. We provide high-quality HDR photography, stunning HD video tours, a cutting-edge responsive website, and an extensive advertising system that will help sell your listings faster, sell them for more money, impress your clients, and generate leads. So find out why so many top agents are using Spotlight by visiting spotlight.century21.ca today. So thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.